0: in Welcome to episode 159 of the MTG Goldfish Podcast. It's Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive, and I'm joined once again by the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. What's up today, Richard?
1: Uh, nothing much. How's it going, Seth?
0: Uh, it's going pretty well. So we kind of have a special cast this week. Richard is going to be away for a bit, so we are pre-recording this uh, this podcast so we can make sure we had an episode to go live. So this does mean... Instead of focusing on current events and having fish mail, we have kind of a special focus today. So what is our topic for the day, Richard?
1: All right. Since everyone was so impressed by our answers (laughs) from the first Great Designer Search, I got an email from Watsy. We made it to the second phase. (laughs) I have the multiple choice questions from the Great Designer Search. 3. There's 75 of them. We're going to test our design chops some more with these multiple-choice questions, see how we stack up, see uh, what we have to think about as designers of Magic. Because some of these questions are actually quite interesting. And no, we didn't pass anything. I got these off Twitter. Thank you for the people who sent them in. Uh, but it should be a fun time regardless.
0: So there are, I believe, 75 multiple-choice questions that we're going to be going over so i have no idea how this will go if it's going to be short or if it's going to be long but it should be interesting so i guess we might as well jump into it richard so take it away all
1: right what is the most appropriate color for this card scrappy survivor six converted mana cost five five menace and prowess
0: (laughs) oh that that seems pretty easy so Prowess is in blue and red. Menace is in black and red. So I think the the overlap is red. I would choose red, I think.
1: I would choose red. But are we we doing, like, new design where everything has Menace? Because this could be a white (laughs) card. Because, you know, why not, right? No, but the answer should be red. What is the most appropriate rarity for this card? Uh, Same card. Scrappy Survivor, 6 CMC, 5-5, Menace
0: Prowess. Ooh. I think... I almost said common because a 6-mana a 5-5 five, five seems like a common, but I think I'm going to say uncommon because it has two keywords. Yeah,
1: too, and, I think it has too many keywords to be a common. Uh, it should be uncommon, definitely not rare or mythic rare unless we're really powering down standard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are changing one of Scrappy Survivor's keywords to another. Which of the following combinations would result in a card that couldn't be monocolor? All right, multiple choice. So... Uh, Hexproof Prowess, Lifelink Menace, Menace Vigilance, First Strike Prowess.
0: Um...
1: So the result would be a multicolored card.
0: So, Lifelink Menace could be black, Hexproof Prowess could be blue, Menace Vigilance... First Strike, Prowess could be red. I'm going to say Menace, Vigilance, because I think Vigilance is mostly white, but Menace is not currently in white.
1: Wait, what about Lifelink? Oh, Lifelink can be black. Yeah, Yeah, I think Lifelink, Menace would be black. Menace, Vigilance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, This is is really easy. We're pretty good, Seth. We are. (laughs) Do you think it's going (laughs) to ramp up at some
0: point? (laughs) Uh, uh, Hopefully.
1: What is the most appropriate color combination for this multicolor card? Come work for me temporarily. CMC four. sorcery. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap it. It gets plus one, plus one, and it gains haste, hexproof, and trample until end of turn.
0: Ooh. Haste, hexproof, and trample.
1: Okay, here are your options. Uh, Red-white, red-green, blue-red, black-green white black
0: well it's got to be red for the stealing of creatures so that kind of narrows it down and then hexproof and trample are green abilities so i think i'd say red green
1: yeah and it guess plus one plus one also a typical green ability so red green oh and i'm actually pulling this off reddit from golden slash 15 and apparently they've crowdsourced the answers so they've actually highlighted what the majority of the community thinks is correct. So I'll I'll reference that after uh, to see if we're actually on track or not. And yes, the answer is red-green. Uh, five, what is the most appropriate rarity for this card? Same card.
0: Um, so it's ooh. four CMC. I'm going to stick with Uncommon, just like the last one. I think... It has a lot of text on it, but the effect of it, we've seen uncommons that steal, give haze, sacrifice a creature end of turn, it doesn't feel rare to me, so I think it's got to be uncommon.
1: I think it's got to be rare. I think it has too many keywords. So usually you get, the base rate is 3 for steal a creature, 4 gets you like one additional ability, this gets you trample hexproof and plus one plus one. I'm going to go with rare. Turns out you're what? right, Seth. It's uncommon. Uncommon, yes! <laughs> uncommon. is community consensus. I'm winning. I'm winning. Uh, shame <laughs> on Richard for powering down standard. <laughs> <laughs> uh if we aren't planning to change the color combination, which change are we least likely to make to this card? Wait, what? <laughs> which There's change we are we least likely? Okay. What it-
0: Read that one more time for me
1: If we aren't planning on changing the color combination So it's a red green card right Okay. Which change are we least likely To make this card Oh okay Uh, So change plus one plus one to plus two plus two Change trample To this creature can't be blocked With creatures with power two or less Change sorcery to instant Change hexproof To this creature must be blocked This turn if able Change haste to double strike
0: I think it's the the third one, uh, which felt like a blue ability to me. Must sorcery to instant. I don't think... Oh, sorcery to instant? I think only blue steals at instant speed. Like, Ray of Command or whatever some of those weird commander cards are. I don't think red has the ability to snatch at instant speed.
1: Wait, wait. But can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. That's a white ability.
0: Uh, isn't that on green cards, too, though?
1: That's, uh... Jamura or whatever, right? Uh, the the partner commander, he has green in it. Alesha. Wait, does Alesha have this? Who else has this? Some other popular commander has this.
0: I think I think green can do that. I don't have the ability. I'm going to have to open up Modo right. so I, I can I, search.
1: I, I, I'm going to choose that one. So you choose the sorcery to instant, right? Yes. All right. Answer is... What? Change haste to double strike.
0: <laughs> wait. This is the one they are... Le- That's... Is it double strike? Like... The epitome of a red ability?
1: Is it? Maybe it's no longer red. Maybe double strike is a white thing?
0: I mean, I know white gets it. I thought red got if double we aren't strike planning as well. are
1: changing the color combination, which change are we least likely to make to? All right, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have flunked the test already, Seth.
0: <laughs> uh, they're not going to hire us.
1: Huh. All right, which of these phrases is a follower of white's philosophy least likely to say? The way they word these questions is like terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Violence is never preferred but is occasionally necessary. A system without structure is a system asking to fail. Sometimes the individual suffers so that the group can thrive. Evil must be preemptively stopped. Nothing can go wrong if you act from your heart. Ah, it's oh. got to be
0: that last one. That's too too impulsive.
1: Violence is never preferred, but is occasionally necessary. A system without structure is a system asking to fail. What about evil? They they have Wait. really moved away from black being evil. And stuff. Well, no,
0: this is white, though, right? That, that's
1: what I mean. Like maybe evil has nothing to do with it because you can have white evil things.
0: I know, like but they're... elish norn. Uh, but isn't isn't white like the prisoners? Don't they often there's the guards and the prisoners? Isn't did not like right? That's like oh maybe that's, that's, that's okay. That's like
1: evil. But I still I, I do think believe the last one is just wrong. so
0: Im- it's so impulsive. That's like red-green to me, or at least all right. red.
1: Alright, I'll agree with you. The last one. That seems like a red thing. Uh, Alright, we're right. Or you're right. <laughs> I just followed you. <laughs> uh, which of these phrases is uh, least likely to be blue? Action should only follow thought. You are shaped more by your genes than your experience. Every person has the ability to become anything. A fear of change is dangerous tools are an important part of any society
0: what well oh wait, blue wait, wait. Is, yeah
1: that, those are all of them
0: so blue is thoughtful so i think that one's pretty blue the first one you were shaped more by your genes than your experience whoever says that yeah that's kind of yeah that's kind of weird is and that it goes black? against like
1: i don't know what that is or green i don't know
0: Every person has the ability to become everything. That's like Sounds simic weird. and learning, and a fear of change is dangerous. Learning, and... Yeah. I guess... What about tools? Tools is kind of strange. It could be that one. I think it's either the tools one or the second one. You're shaped by your genes rather than your experience. All right, I'll
1: go with the second one.
0: All right, I'll agree with because,
1: you. Because blue likes society and stuff, so maybe that's fine. Uh, it, the answer is you're shaped by your genes more than experience. Uh, which is least likely to be black. Oh, the pressure's on if I'm going to call myself a black (laughs) mage. Sometimes you have to put others ahead of yourself.
0: Okay, stop. (laughs) Stop already. (laughs)
1: Only I choose what path I walk. The difference between success and failure is willingness to do what needs to be done. I didn't create the system. I understand how to take advantage of it. The weak serve a purpose. They are a resource of the strong. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely the first one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that
1: that was really easy. What what happened? That one was super easy. Uh, which are the least read things here? The fewer rules, the better. Life is messy. A life without passion is a life unlived. The greatest regrets are about things you didn't do, not things you did. Mistakes should be avoided at all costs.
0: Well, after watching <laughs> Goblin Lores and Burning Inquiries, <laughs> drawing and discarding random cards, it's got to be the last one. Yeah,
1: mistakes should be avoided at all costs. All right, Least Green. Killing for sport is just a part of life. All life is interconnected. You're bored into your role. Oh, maybe green is the thing. Uh, adaptation is a slow process. The key to happiness is accepting that world... That the world is as it's meant to be.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, the nature-loving green folk—it's got to probably be the killing one, I would assume. Yeah.
1: yeah, I see. So, so green is all about slow evolution, and like you have your part in the ecosystem. So remember that phrase: you're shaped more by your genes than your experience. That's the green phrase, I think, earlier. That that makes sense. Yeah, but killing for sport is just a part of life. Uh yep, that is correct. We're good. That that was eleven questions. We we got ten right so far.
0: Uh, I think I think you had to get <laughs> seventy-three right to qualify, something like what? that. Like, Are you
1: crazy? That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it was super high cutoff.
1: <laughs> oh boy, we only have one more to give, Seth. We gotta gotta tighten up. Tight play. No punts. Uh if we were to bring back the battle cry mechanic in a Ravnica set. What guild would be the best match for the mechanic? Fractos, Gruel, Selesnia, Azorius, or Boros?
0: Well, considering I believe it was a Boros mechanic. Yeah. Boros,
1: <laughs> it was actually just on Boros cards.
0: Uh, yeah, so I'm, I think I'm going to stick with uh, with Boros since yep. those were the cards that got Battlecry to begin with.
1: It is Boros. Which effect is usually seen on more instants than sorceries? Uh, land fetching, direct damage reanimation discard effects and land destruction
0: oh well land destruction's sorcery almost always discards mostly sorcery reanimation usually sorcery direct damage lots of instants there and land fetching are we counting fetch lands
1: Uh, It's land-fetching brackets, getting a land out of your library. Well, I guess it says it's for sorcery. I mean, yeah, like crop rotation, and that's the only thing. Everything else is a sorcery, like rampant growth and stuff like that.
0: So direct damage? I would say
1: direct damage. All right. Uh, Direct damage it is. Uh, What is the biggest problem design-wise with this card? Long-acting giant growth. Two green sorcery. Target creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. At the beginning of your next upkeep, that creature gets plus 2, plus 2 until end of turn. At the beginning of your next upkeep after that, it gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. The spell should let you target different creatures because the first one might die. (coughs) The spell requires you to track things for 3 turns without any way to mark it. The spell should get bigger over time, not smaller, to build excitement. The spell is too cheap. The spell should be an instant so it can work in combat. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, the only one of those that isn't power level related is the tracking one. So I, I'm going to go with that. I think that the fact that it's going to be really hard to keep track of is the biggest problem. I think if you're going to make this card, it would have to be like an enchantment that maybe we see those like enchantments that put counters on things and then they slowly go away. I think something like that would be more practical.
1: Can't you just use dice to track it? I'm so confused. Do we not have anything that requires this weird tracking today?
0: But then you think like, it's unstable like mutation.
1: Yeah, it's usually counters.
0: But those are enchantments, so you still you see the unstable mutation out there. So it makes it somewhat oh. easier. The fact that that's like a sorcery and in your graveyard makes it even harder to track than like if it was an enchantment doing it. Yeah, I think that text maybe you would work have like fading counters
1: or something if you were to do this, like three plus one plus one counters, and then it gets minus one, minus one. Yeah. okay. Yeah. No, no tracking. I'll agree with that. Uh, you're correct. Next question: If this card was a hybrid creature, what colors would it be? Mysterio, CMC four, power and toughness star, flash. Card names Power and Toughness are equal to the number of cards in your hand. Hmm. What's a hybrid creature?
0: <laughs> I, think I, so cast, <laughs> I think you can cast... I think you can cast it for either converted mana cost oh, instead okay. of having to have both.
1: Uh, So, black, red, green, blue, white, blue, blue, red, blue, black.
0: Oh. Ugh. I was going to say blue, green, but that's not even an option. Oh, it is it an is, option. It is. green, blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think... Those, the cards in hand, it reminds me of, oh man, I don't know, one a card from Dissension or something. There's green, some green
1: card, the yeah, I- there's a bunch of cards. There's the flip card, uh, some werewolf that flips into power of toughness equal to your hand, plus flash. So yeah, uh, it would be a Simic card. Uh, correct. 16, what is the most likely rarity for this card? Same card.
0: Hmm. Um... It's got to be I think it's got to be a rare at minimum. I don't think it's it's complicated or flashy enough for mythic. I think it's too strong for uncommon with flash. I'm going to go rare.
1: Um so I agree minimum rare. Can it be mythic? I think it's
0: I think if not it said, good, like it just
1: had flash. Like this is a normal creature that we've seen before that at rare and i don't think flash makes it mythic so I think if it it's like still rare.
0: drew you a card at the beginning of your upkeep or something then i could see mythic maybe
1: all right answer is rare uh Staying what alive what ability could be added to this creature without changing its colors use your answer from question 50 just a meta note i hate these kind of questions where they rely on your answer from the previous question. So if you got that one wrong, this one is guaranteed to be wrong. <laughs> and if you can only fail two, you <laughs> you're like you automatically just fail the whole thing, right? Like I hate how the, these questions are actually structured.
0: Yeah, that is kind of rough.
1: All right. Uh, so same card. So what can you add without changing its color? And we said it was Simic before. So it, it must be blocked if able. Can't be blocked by more than one creature. When a creature dies, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on it. At the end of your turn, untap. Whenever card name deals damage to an opponent, draw a card. Uh-oh.
0: Um, so you could add this without changing the colors? Yes. I
1: think it's... So must be blocked if able. That's a that green. was
0: Yeah, that's the first one that stuck out to me, was that it must... Because you have, like lure type effects yeah. in green so i'm gonna go with that
1: but okay so it can't be blocked by more than one creature
0: that's red i think to me okay. like Menacey.
1: whenever a creature dies put a plus one plus one counter that's like a black ability at the end of your turn untap
0: that's, that's blue that's
1: blue whenever deals damage to an opponent draw a card that's also
0: blue wait jeez well, well. oh, wait a minute, though, because remember, this is a hybrid card, so we have to have an ability that is both blue and green, which I think means, I'm going to go with Untap. Untap? Because of yeah. we had, what's the band commander that did that, that was Simic, Profit that untapped all your stuff? Yes. So I'm going to go with the, at the end of your turn, untap it.
1: Yeah, there are like weird elf things that untap, right? And then there's blue things that untap, so I'll go with Untap as well. Uh, Seth. <laughs> we got oh, a no. we got a problem. Whenever oh, no. card name deals damage to the opponent, draw a card. What? That's
0: is that a green ability? Does green green doesn't get affidians? Does no, it? Green,
1: green does as there's a couple of them at instant speed. I'm looking this up because I know I put them in my Galta deck. <laughs> if, if when you deal damage, you draw cards equal. That is oh. also a green thing.
0: I- all right, Harestedon Harrested, is one. Videlkin Heretic is a Simic card. Okay, all right. I still think that Untap one is... Isn't that... Wouldn't that qualify too? I don't know. Maybe it's not common enough. Like, because
1: Prophet is not a hybrid, right? It's it's two colors, and that could just be the blue. Uh,
0: blue I mean. Yeah, okay. But
1: I thought yeah. there are, like, elves and stuff that untap everything. Or maybe they're too old, and they're no longer considered part of the color pie. That's very this,
0: possible. This is the one that I am... Yeah, all right. All right. I think that's that makes sense. I can buy that we're wrong on this one.
1: Uh, we're never wrong, Seth. Watson is clearly <laughs> wrong. Must be a typo. Uh, also, remember, these are crowdsourced answers. So maybe the crowdsourced answer is wrong. But no what? one will know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a player... This is kind of like uh, What is it? Family feud? <laughs> it's like, what does the survey say? Uh, a player finishes their first game of Magic... Which of the following do we care most about? They have a favorite card. They have seen most of the card types and most of the evergreen keywords. They want to play again. They understand the cards in their deck. They see potential depth of the game.
0: (laughs) I think this one's pretty straightforward. I think from Wizards' perspective, they probably want them to play another game of Magic at some point.
1: Whereas they want to buy lots of packs and spend (laughs) (laughs) all their money and get all their friends to play. Yeah, they want to play again. Uh, when designing a card for a spike, which is which of the following is most important? The card tells Spike what the deck is about. The card has a low casting cost. The card produces card advantage. The card is very open-ended. The card lets Spike feel like they outplayed their opponent.
0: Man, I want to pick <laughs> card advantage. <laughs> but, it, I mean... I think it's it's probably the outplay thing. It's I the, would guess it's the
1: outplay. It's the I think it's definitely the outplay. Although, is there any outplaying? So if you just draw lots of cards and win, and you don't really outplay, like, <laughs> are you a spike or not?
0: I, I that's probably not actually spike. Yeah. All right, yeah, outplay,
1: outplay. I mean, you could be a Johnny or something and a combo off and draw a ton of cards and not win, like. Someone probably better known as Saffron Olive. (laughs) (laughs) Just draw cards and don't actually win the game.
0: You try not to kill people so you can draw more cards.
1: (laughs) Design considers a card too slow for tournament play. What does this mean? It seems like all of these questions are geared towards lantern control. (laughs) (laughs) After playing against lantern control, do you want to play again? No. (laughs) Does that mean lantern control is going to be banned? Okay. The card will make games take more than 15 turns. The player with the card will monopolize too much of the playtime in tournaments. The card will cause problems for coverage as it will require too much commentary. The opponent will call the judge too often with the request of slow play. The card will make too many matches run over time in tournaments.
0: (laughs) Well. Because of last week's Pro Tour, I actually looked up the original <laughs> reason they banned Sensei's Dividing Top, and it was that time ran over. Yeah. That was that was the problem, is that it slows down. If you have one person that's going to time every round, it's just slowing down the tournament for everyone. So I think it's got to be that one.
1: Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Uh, the more I read these, the more I'm thinking Lantern will be banned if it's popular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it kind of hits some of those marks.
1: You're working on the next commander deck. Which is the most important goal? Each deck has a brand new theme. The colors are equally represented. Designing new cards for legacy and vintage. The decks are based on popular commanders. The commanders inspire people to build new decks.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not legacy and vintage, because I don't think Wizards actually cares that much about that. Brand new theme... I mean, I think they do care that, well, I was going to say color is equally represented. I think that's part of it. Yeah, ah, it's got to be the last know. one, right?
1: The Commanders inspire people to build new decks.
0: Because then they have to buy more cards to build those <laughs> decks? Okay. Uh, yes, I, but I'm also
1: <laughs> also <laughs> the point of Commander is to build build new decks.
0: Okay, build new decks. I, I'll go with you on this one.
1: All right. Uh, correct. The Commander inspires people to build new decks. I don't know if they've hit this, though. <laughs> so, so, some of these commanders are pretty one-dimensional and the deck they gave you is pretty much the same deck you're going to build with just just upgrades which of the following creatures is the weakest in a typical standard legal draft format eight, eight, Oh wait hold on just seven g oh wait they're all one green okay so eight eight cmc eight eight ten Mana ten ten six mana six six four mana four four two mana two two. Uh,
0: the most the most expensive one. Yeah, because you're
1: ten mana ten yeah. ten.
0: I think if it was a ten mana twenty twenty, I would still pick it.
1: <laughs> All right, which of the following cards is the strongest? Same cards. Is, uh,
0: the two mana. Well... No, it's hmm.
1: gotta be 4-mana four 4-4, four yeah, four,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say that now. I almost said the 2-2 two, two just because it's cheapest, but yeah. In some formats, you don't want
1: grizzly bears.
0: That's the best rate, 4-mana
1: 4-4. 4-mana 4-4 is correct. The lead of a set has removed a black instant removal spell from their set and asks you to create a potential replacement design. Which of these qualities is most important for your design? It's a powerful card... It's a removal card, it's a black card, it's an innovative card, it's an instant. What?
0: Uh, <laughs> how in the world are you supposed to answer this? So
1: you I removed f- a black instant from the set. What do you put in there?
0: Oh, well, I think the most important thing that it is still a black card. I think you can get away yeah. with... It's easier to switch instant to sorcery than it is to switch to a whole other color.
1: Yeah, alright, I think it's a black card. That is correct. Why do green's common creatures tend to be more efficient than white creatures? White is the enemy of black and red. White has stronger removal. Green is the enemy of blue and black. This is the way it's always been. Green players love powerful creatures.
0: (laughs) I know this is probably wrong, but I kind of want to say this is how it's always been. (laughs) I can't be the correct answer, but that kind of is.
1: Uh, White has stronger removal.
0: Yeah, that's probably more technically. Green doesn't
1: have removal, so its creatures need to be beefy. That is until you make everything fight and stuff. But
0: (laughs) yeah, I'll go with you.
1: White has stronger removal. Which color gets the second fewest common creatures in a typical set? So second second fewest. fewest. Okay. So red, white, blue, green, black.
0: Well, I think blue's got to be one. Uh, so, what's what's second behind blue?
1: Okay, so green and white have the most. I think it's a battle between
0: black and red. I think
1: black and red, red. gets
0: like aggressive creatures. Though it ne- I'm gonna I'm gonna say black.
1: Which creature gets the second fewest common creatures, though?
0: Oh, uh, well, hmm. Well, I think you're right that green and white are at the top. I guess it's it's red still usually has like
1: aggro creatures. What does black usually have? They usually have bad creatures too.
0: Because I think blue has like counters and card draw, and black probably has the most removal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with black.
1: All right, so so black has so blue is the first one, right? So we're saying that's black that's my is guess. The second. All yeah. right, we'll go with black. Uh, it's red oh <laughs> uh, no oh uh. question seth when you owe three a league do you play the fourth one even though you can't get a prize anymore because we are out of the great designer search apparently we got three wrong already
0: oh man that was that was bad
1: that one's really hard though it's i want to see the numbers it's gotta be close between red and black right
0: it's i would think so it is really i wonder if they'll release the official answers to this at some point yeah I mean, I guess, hold on, hold on, we can look
1: this up, we can look this up. I'm going to take a look at, uh, what's, what's a, oh wait, how can I do this? Okay, I'm going to look at standard, and I'm going to look at black.
0: Okay, I can, I'll, I will try to filter on moto too. Actually, we should be able to...
1: Standard, black, and then
0: common, right? Standard, creature, common... Black. So, right now in standard, there are 59 black common creatures. There are 52 blue common creatures. There are 55 red common creatures, 61 green, and 61 white.
1: Uh. Oh boy, I wait
0: but I'm gonna switch to modern
1: <laughs> we're gonna be unemployed
0: <laughs> in modern 481 black 476 red oh, <laughs> no! okay. you can't fight
1: the data Seth <laughs> uh,
0: what about if I go to legacy <laughs> <laughs>
1: what if I go to Kaladesh planeswalkers decklists <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I will find a format where my answer was correct. <laughs> give, me, give me time. The,
1: the new Seth format where half of the... uh, All right. um, Which of these green keywords does design have to be the most careful when using? Trample, reach, hexproof, death touch, or vigilance? So I want to say reach, but no, because I just slap it on any g- scary green monster. Uh, It's got to be uh, death touch, right?
0: Or Hexproof. Hexproof, like, Slippery Boggle? Ugh. I'm gonna go with Hexproof. I think Hexproof is...
1: You sure? There's a lot of green Hexproof creatures.
0: I mean, Death Touch is dangerous.
1: There's not a lot of Death Touch, because I think if you put too much, it's too black or something, right?
0: Yeah, I'm still... I hate Hexproof. I'm still sticking with Hexproof, just because I dislike it.
1: Death Touch, you can pair it with Trample. Alright, I'll go Hexproof, because you don't, you don't want to make Boggles accidentally.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my concern.
1: Alright, uh, you're correct. Alright. We try to avoid making two-color cards where the card could be done as a monocolor card in one of the two colors. Given that, suppose you have a two-color 4-4 with Flying and Vigilance, no other abilities. Which of the following color combinations would be the best choice for this card? White, black, black, green, blue, black, white, blue, green, white. White, blue, right?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I mean, it could be. It could be mono white, right? It could be green, white, too. Oh
0: well, green doesn't really get flying anymore. It gets vigilance.
1: Though. White gets flying. Yeah. But it's the most white, blue thing I've ever heard of, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's got to be white, blue. Wait, what? The answer Are is miss- black, green. <laughs> Wait, are we misunderstanding? We are trying to avoid making two-color cards where the card could be done as a monocolor card in... Oh! So this is asking the opposite oh. of what we thought. They want, like, the least likely combination, basically.
1: Right? How, how can it be blue-black, though? Oh, black-green, sorry. Black-green. How can it be black-green? That's the answer. Uh, I guess you have black flyers and green vigilance.
0: Yeah... I guess because I think that could be a mono that could be yeah but what about blue black
1: none of those have vigilance
0: I don't like this question
1: (laughs) oh I guess okay so blue black is illegal green white could have been one color white blue could have been one color white black could have been one color
0: I, I guess yeah I guess anything with white, it could have just been a white card. Yeah. So that narrows it down to blue, black, and blue, green, and apparently it could have been a blue card. Yeah.
1: What I think we learned is they need a technical writer search three. Yeah. <laughs> the way they word these questions is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, okay. Which of these is the most important quality for a set to have? Fun to play, powerful cards, great strategic depth, Matches the story, easy to learn.
0: Uh, I mean, I think the number one thing's always fun. I think that's what's behind it all. So Wait, where fun
1: is makes shareholders happy. Like, I, don't, I don't know about makes, this. Makes, makes lots of money. Lots of money. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess that'd be marketing, not design. Like design comes up with it, and then the higher ups come and poo poo all over it, and <laughs> make them make more money off of it. Uh which of these creature keywords tend to have the most value in a control deck? Lifelink, first strike, trample, haste, and menace.
0: <laughs> well, Where's the, the only one keyword
1: for drawing cards? <laughs>
0: yeah, really. <laughs> uh, most of those abilities are pretty bad in control.
1: Lifelink.
0: So lifelink. Yeah. Uh,
1: lifelink is good.
0: Lifelink is good. Ish. Lifelink. Okay, lifelink. When
1: set design holds a draft, most of the time there are exactly eight drafters. Why? We want four spikes, three Timmys slash (laughs) Tammies, and one Johnny, slash Jenny. Our teams have eight people. We have tables that sit eight drafters. (laughs) Our small booster boxes hold 24 booster packs. That's the most common number of drafters in the real world.
0: Yeah... (laughs) I love the table answer. <laughs> it's like, hey, we just have the right size tables for this. It's that's how everyone drafts. So I think it's because that's how they draft at pro tours and on Magic Online. So the IRL one,
1: I, well, I think it's our small or smaller booster boxes have twenty four. No,
0: but twenty four doesn't. That doesn't. Oh, well, all right. Well, well because I guess it could be
1: the most common number of drafters in the real world. That's not actually true, right? Like, when you draft with your friends, do you actually have eight people always? It's usually, like, some random number. And when you go to a tournament, it's eight. And it's only eight because Watsy made it eight. But why would they make it eight? Because of the booster packs, right?
0: But people were drafting with eight before master sets came around. Like, I think that eight-player drafts precede 24 booster boxes that came around with master sets. But like, I think we've been drafting with eight people forever. But that
1: came from Watsy, right? Not because in the real world we had eight people at our table. And the only I, one of these not tied to anything that Watsy could come up with is the booster pack size.
0: Well, but isn't booster pack size... Maybe. Isn't that like the same as the table answer, though? Just like, hey, this random thing is why we do it.
1: All right. So what's your final answer? My
0: final answer is because that's how you draft in the real world.
1: Okay, I'm going to go 24. (laughs) 24.
0: Oh my god, you're right, Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I might not be doing good enough to get hired, but at least I'm beating you by a question or two.
1: (laughs) What kind of answer is this? (laughs) Because that's what everyone else does, but they only did it because Watsy initially put it at this. Oh, oh my god this this is i don't i i give up on this <laughs>
0: i'm glad i i'm glad i didn't actually try to do this for real because i would have it would have been infuriating yeah i would have
1: been so bad when they said you got 69 out of 75 <laughs> and you totally disagree with their answers yeah <laughs> they're like fine i don't want to work for you anyway <laughs> all right uh you've designed a card and you want the play design team to like it how do you choose your casting costs Ask someone from the play design team to choose the casting costs. It doesn't matter, they'll fix it if you get it wrong. Find a similar card to use a basis for the casting costs, then make it one cheaper. Use your intuition. Pick the strongest cost that isn't broken.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Uh, those are all those are all pretty good answers. Um, you want them to like it. What does that even mean? i don't know how they make magic maybe you like design magic cards and then you show them to the play design team and if they don't like it they can just be like eh sorry
1: but are you trying to make strong cards or balanced cards because all of these seem to imply that they want very powerful cards
0: that's true uh well hmm i would probably use my intuition Because I'm such a great magic card designer.
1: (laughs) That's the only one that doesn't seem like just straight up wrong, but it also doesn't have make any sense.
0: I mean, I guess you could ask them, but that feels weird to like, if you want them to like it to be like, eh, how much do you think I should make this cost to make you like it? I'm going to go with intuition. I'm
1: going to say pick the strongest cost that isn't broken. We'll just assume the play design team is all spikes. (laughs) maybe that's what they're supposed to do so we'll do that oh my god (laughs) the answer is ask someone from the play design team to choose the casting (laughs) cost
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's like a trick question i hate this test
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh which of these evergreen keyword abilities is most likely to be put on a common white creature Trample, Indestructible, Flash, Double Strike, Vigilance.
0: Uh, this is a common white creature. Vigilance? Not trampling it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes most sense.
1: Yep. Which of the following best describes how a counterspell-based blue deck should contribute to a standard environment? Oh boy. (laughs) Standard is most fun when the counterspell deck is (laughs) mono-blue. Standard is most fun when the counterspell player has a way to win quickly and efficiently once they take control has the ability to stop the opponent from doing anything uh, when counterspell decks aren't competitive, (laughs) when counterspell deck is the strongest deck in standard.
0: (laughs) So, who's... (sighs) Hmm. I mean, I like it when you stop your opponent from doing anything, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure that's not what they're going for. I'm pretty sure
1: the answer is win quickly and efficiently once they take control.
0: Man, everything is like (laughs) anti-Lantern, because Lantern definitely does not do that.
1: Uh, It means the Folly of Drown Yard isn't coming back anytime soon, right? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah,
1: that is correct. Assuming the creature is strong enough to see standard play, which of the following isn't a good quality for a green creature to have? It has larger stats than other creatures at its mana cost. It can tap to produce mana. It can destroy an artifact or enchantment. It draws multiple cards without attacking or blocking. It uses plus one plus one counters to grow to very large sizes.
0: Well, green gets big creatures, they make mana, they destroy artifacts and enchantments. I don't think they draw they draw one card, but I don't think they draw multiple cards without attacking or blocking. What?
1: Tireless tracker?
0: Oh. Do you
1: see why greed is so OP? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it but
0: violates is... their own
1: design philosophy.
0: <laughs> that's a really good point. I
1: think it's that it's supposed to be that one. But we've had cards that just draw
0: a lot of cards a lot without of cards. attacking or blocking. Yeah,
1: but I'm pretty sure it's that one. It has to be draw multiple cards, right?
0: That's the only one, that's the one that makes the most sense, but Tireless Tracker is a good counter argument.
1: Yep. All right. The answer is, yeah, it draws multiple cards without attacking or blocking. I mean, Courser of Fix, I guess, draws only one card per turn.
0: Yeah, so Tireless Tracker is the main violator of that rule. Yep.
1: Uh, if we were to bring back the Storm mechanic in a Ravnica set, which guild would be the best match for the mechanic? Selesnia oh. or Zov Simic? Is it Rakdos?
0: Gotta be blue-red, so is it? Yeah.
1: What is the point of this question? To test if you knew anything about Ravnica?
0: (laughs) Do you you know what Storm is?
1: (laughs) A synergy theme in a set needs you to draw specific cards for it to work. This isn't happening frequently enough. Which of the following mechanics would not help increase the frequency of these interactions? Kicker, Cycling, Investigate, Transmute, Scry. So, Uh, Kicker?
0: So, Kicker, I think, is the only one that doesn't help you get through your deck.
1: Uh kicker it is. Next question. Which of the following designs from legends would be the most reasonable to recost into a competitive standard card? Arboria, don't know what it does. Acid Rain, Mana Drain, Land Tax, Presence of the Master.
0: Oh my god, do I gotta look these all up? Alright,
1: so we know what mana drain does. Counter spell and then add the converted mana cost of that spell to your mana pool.
0: Well, they they have they have reprinted that with a reasonable recost, right?
1: Uh, it was a simic, the simic spell,
0: yeah, At five
1: or something. I forgot.
0: I think it was four. four. I think it was green, green, blue, blue.
1: Uh, land tax. So if you control fewer lands than your opponent during your upkeep, fetch three lands. Uh... Acid Rain?
0: What is Acid Destroy Rain? Destroy all forests for 4 mana. And a, a 3 in a blue. Okay, that's not coming back. Okay. Nope. <laughs>
1: Arborea. What is Arborea? Creatures can't attack a player unless that player casts a spell or put a non-token permanent onto the <laughs> battlefield during his or her last turn.
0: <laughs> what? No, no, that's not <laughs> happening. What, what is that
1: card even... Uh, s- Seems like I should put this in my commander deck or something.
0: (laughs) And then Presence of the Master is whenever a player casts an enchantment spell, counter it. I think that the three hate cards are almost certainly not coming back. So Acid Rain, Aboria, and Presence of the Master. I think Land Tax gets not included because of the shuffling every turn. So I'm going to go Mana Drain because we've already seen... A variance on Mana Drain.
1: Land tax is the wrong color pie, by the way. White Ooh. no longer gets lands. Or, wait, there, there's some creature that does this. There's some uh, really, but they're really old. ones. But they're yeah. really old, right? I don't think white can fetch lands anymore, so I'll go with Mana Drain as well. Uh, yep, Mana Drain it is. Which category of player most dislikes high variance in gameplay, <laughs> with high variance defined as larger swings and outcome possibilities for individual cards outside the player's control? Uh, Johnny Jenny, Timmy Tammy, a new player, a player who prefers multiplayer, Spike.
0: Uh, I mean, we talked about this last week. Typically Spikes, although the hollow one deck kind of works <laughs> works against that theory.
1: Yeah, I mean, swings and au- outcome possibilities for individual cards.
0: Because Spikes just want consistency. But
1: let's say... Let's say the way, like a deck had like an 80% win percentage or 20% win percentage, and you really did not control that at all. A spike would still play that, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I.e., Hollow
1: One. <laughs> but I think Spike is the best answer here, though, right? I think so. Like, if Hollow One was the best deck in modern, everyone would play it regardless of how random it is, right? If the randomness turned out more in your favor most of the time, you would still play it.
0: But then. If it usually turns out in your favor, is it really that high in variance? I don't know.
1: I mean, but Goblin, uh, Lore, and Burning Inquiry usually turn out in your favor, <laughs> right? That doesn't mean it's not high variance.
0: Uh, it's gotta be. It is Spike. I still gotta go with spike, spike, I think. But
1: I don't... Yeah, it's definitely Spike. Spike. These
0: questions.
1: There's a lot of gray area for being multiple choice.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Which of the following cards is typically the strongest in limited play? Wind Drake. That's a 3-mana, 2-3 flying, right? Can only block creatures uh, of flying?
0: Windrake is just a 3-mana, 2-2 two, two, two. Two, two flyer, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I don't even know what Windrake is. I fail already. Duress. Uh, target opponent discards instant or sorcery for a black. Lava Axe. How much does five, Lava Axe actually cost?
0: 5-mana five damage okay only to a player
1: uh, cowl prowler i don't even know what that is
0: uh six mana six six with no abilities
1: pacifism two oh, mana target cre- enchanted creature can't block or attack
0: the two good limited cards are windrake and pacifism but i think that removal beats a solid creature so i'm gonna go with pacifism yeah, i agree Which
1: of the following cards are generally not aimed at competitive standard play? Mass creature kill, one-shot mana acceleration, card draw, direct damage that can hit either creatures or players, and counter spells.
0: Well, based on (laughs) the fact they haven't reprinted Dark Ritual in how many years, it's got to be the mana acceleration. Because everything else sees standard play. Brass, card draw lightning strikes counter spells
1: then what does it aim at? non-competitive standard play
0: very yeah confused. we get we get like brass's bounty it's like <laughs> oh it's mana acceleration but it's costed so high that you can't really play it in standard okay. or other really restricted dark ritual effects that's my thinking at least
1: what about the move to 5-mana Wraths? I guess it's still in consideration. If they really didn't want Wraths, you'd have like 7 or 8-mana Wraths. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So one-shot mana acceleration. Yep, that is correct. Which of the following iconic white cards is most reasonable to reprint in a standard legal set? <laughs> uh, I can see all these cards already, in. I'm just laughing. Karma... <laughs> So, what is karma, like, swamps, and whenever you tap a swamp, it deals damage or something? It's some hate Uh, card on swamps, right?
0: Four mana enchantment, uh, beginning of each player's upkeep, deals damage to them equal to the number of swamps they control. Uh, So, yeah, hate card for swamps. This would be
1: a glorious standard. (laughs) Baneslayer Angel. Do you even know all the abilities of Baneslayer? Was it five mana, five, five, flying, protection from demons or something?
0: Demons and dragons, flying, first strike, lifelink. Yeah.
1: Land tax. We talked about that. Armageddon. Four mana. Destroy all lands. (laughs) Swords to plowshares. One white instant. Barry target creature. (laughs) Exile target creature. Its controller gains life equal to its power. Uh,
0: I, uh, I want to say swords, but it's probably Bane Slayer because they
1: get removal. I want to say. Armageddon, No, it's Fadeslayer Angel. But how sweet would it be if they reprinted Armageddon?
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. So many people would quit Standard. Could you imagine new players getting all their lands blown up if you're just like, one drop, two drops, three drop, Armageddon you? That's
1: such a cool <laughs> deck. Oh, my God. When I first saw those decks, I was like, this makes so much sense. This is so awesome, <laughs> right? Like,
0: uh, Do you think players today could handle it, though? Like, I think it's cool. But do you think today's coddled <laughs> standard players could deal with stuff like that
1: why could you not i know that's no, i don't think they. that's why they can't handle lantern <laughs> it's like you're effectively dead but not actually dead and you keep playing and you get like more mad as it goes on <laughs> like if you get armageddon and they have a board you might as well scoop it up but people will keep <laughs> playing and try to come back from it they get really upset but i mean they made card isn't card very upsetting his ultimate
0: Oh yeah, but you restart you the game. A lot of work there's like a sliver. To ultimate.
1: You're like, if I like land dark ritual, fatal push, fatal push, I can still win.
0: <laughs> You're probably right on Baneslayer. I mean, it
1: has to be Bane Slayer. It's a creature that's overpowered. It's like definitely <laughs> they what love... they want.
0: <laughs> yeah, they love printing those kind of cards.
1: Uh, yep, Baneslayer it is. How How sweet would it be to have swords?
0: <sighs> that would be sweet. I think it could be okay. What if
1: like swords fatal push?
0: Yeah, I mean, isn't Fatal Push just, like, a better swords?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't exile.
0: (laughs) I guess without fetch lands and stuff, not really.
1: Yeah, I've died many a times (laughs) in Jund holding a Fatal Push without a way to trigger Revolt. (laughs) Uh, Which of the following iconic black cards is most reasonable to reprint? I'm getting more upset at the design team whenever I read the greatness (laughs) that was the old card (laughs) set. Demonic Tutor. That's a uh, two mana search a card, search a library for a card, put it in your hand. Infernal Darkness. Do you know what that does?
0: Uh, it is a black blood moon, essentially. What? With uh, wait, but it affects basic lands and has uh, a <laughs> black mana and a life. Why have you not
1: played deep? this? If it's a black blood moon, hold on, uh. hold on. <laughs>
0: All right, I'll I'll read the tags. Four mana, enchantment, cumulative upkeep, one black and one life. If a land is tapped for mana, it produces black instead of any other type.
1: Oh, I think I've actually played this in Commander.
0: I think I played it once in Commander.
1: I like I. I, I gotta play this card. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually black. Blood moon. Uh, demonic consultation.
0: Oh man, that's like a really weird tutor. All right.
1: Yeah, it's one black, choose a card name, exile the top six cards of your library, then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a card with the chosen name, put that card in your hand, exile all other cards revealed this way. Seth, is this a good way to deck yourself?
0: (laughs) I have definitely seen people do that, so yes.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure someone, someone, has decked themselves like a movie class.
0: And I, yeah. Uh, You decked yourself on Commander Clash. Tomer did on this or that magic. It's Uh, risky.
1: Demonic Consultation. Oh, we just that sinkhole. That's black, black. Destroy target land. Yep. Underworld Dreams. Ooh.
0: Triple black. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they take a damage. I think. Mm -hmm. Uh... Well... It's gotta be Underworld Dreams. That's the only one that's even, like, a little bit close for them to maybe consider printing.
1: Wait, this is without adjusting, right? So, Demonic Tutor's too strong.
0: Uh, Infernal Darkness. (laughs) We're we're not getting
1: Blood Moon. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sinkhole is way above the curve and in the wrong color for Land Destruction.
1: Yeah, Underworld Dreams. Yeah. Correct. Oh, I missed the old
0: card, Seth. (laughs) Oh, man. these These are quite some questions. Well, we will be back next week to go through the rest of them. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Richard, thanks for hanging out. It's always fun. It's always a pleasure, Seth. And that brings us to the end of episode 159 of the MTG Goldfish podcast. So until next week, we'll see you then.